Dave, do you want to do you want to explain what you was reading when when I first come onto the call with you? I was just browsing a magazine. I, I can't what magazine was it, Dave? I can't recall the name magazine. of the publication. <laughs> Naughty Boy magazine with sticky pages. What they still sell them? That's what he <laughs> said. Exactly what I said. <laughs> what? Where do you even buy that from? And it's so know. old. It's so hot. So old. <laughs> I, I was that. like, you must have got that from a car boot sale. <laughs> there, there are certain rural petrol stations you can still get them from <laughs> on the top shelf. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you found a few under people's floors and whatnot before. Definitely. Definitely. Hello and welcome. It is Monday Club. We are back for the final show of the year. Recording the big guns. Uh, old Dave Osavo is coming fully loaded with his Christmas hat and his... Uh, I, I was told we'd be wearing Christmas hats and jumpers. So I, I didn't put the jumper on, it's too hot in here, but I have got the, the crown. Well, see nobody know, else is bothered. No, do you know what? I didn't pack it. So I'm staying away. That's my reason. Nick lives in that hoodie, so that's his reason. You yeah. do live in that hoodie. Yeah, I got home, took my work trousers off, put some shorts on, and haven't stopped since. We asked played a bit of cod with the kids, and then I've gone and done stuff with my daughter, and then now it's time for podcast. Sam has got that? home and literally just taken his trousers off. And not yeah, anything else. He's already got it once, and I got an iPhone or something. I should. I'm, I'm doing this in my boxer shorts. <laughs> Jesus. No, no, do you know what? Today's been such a hard day. Honestly, I've been fitting. Uh, well. I don't know. I mounted and fitted all the containment for these PD, like PDB sw- uh, main switch, like a big. What's a PDB? It's a power distribution board or panel or PDP, and it's it does like um, it's got all controls in it for the equipment in the room, warning lights and the actual generator cabs and stuff like that. So. It's a bit like BMS. It's the same sort of principle. It's point to point wiring, and then you have a diagram. You just follow it, and you and you number number it up. And then an ERB, which I've done for the first time. What's uh, that? An Earth Reference Board. Oh, right. What? It's just a board where all the Earths go to. Yeah. So you don't take the Earths to like the um, basically any Earth in that room will go to the ERB first. Why? Um, it's for what do they call it? Oh. Come on, Dave. No, no, let me get it. Let me get it. It's um, I want to say diversity. I don't know if that's the right one, but basically, you'll put all the sockets on one bar. You'll put all the like the equi- equal potential bonding. Equal potential yeah, bonding. Yeah, it sounds dumb. Um, and you put that on the top one. Um, and then, like, you just you, you so, so when you want to isolate the earths and stuff like that, you can just take one of the one of the screws out and then it takes it out. It's for testing and stuff. I don't know. I, Wait, where are you doing know. that? Uh, what, what, what sort of proper um, commercial installation is it? So, have you not been watching the podcast? Hospitals, Dave. To the podcast? Just, just say, yeah, hospitals, Dave. That you oh, yeah, yeah, about you, for did ages just, now. you did just oh. tell me as well. <laughs> oh. no, don't, don't make me repeat myself. and. Don't not be watching the podcast, bro. Yeah, um, yeah so basically <laughs> I've been doing uh, x-ray rooms and stuff like that. So if our hospital needs a new x-ray room, we come in and we do top to bottom. So it's not just electrical. I manage all the other stuff and then I manage the electrical as well. So it sounds more grandiose than it is. Um, I mean, some of the rooms are the size of a living room. Do you know what I mean? It's not a big deal. But it's very interesting. It's a whole new, it's a whole new thing. Because did you know that every socket has to have a six mil earth in an X-ray room? No. Why? Because it's because it says so on the sheet. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not there yet. I'm not there. I don't like. I don't know all this stuff yet. I'm still new. I'm still learning this next step in the electrical. Uh, in the electrical career. Well, let, hopefully next episode then, so in the new year, I want that answer from you, okay? Because I would be interested to know why. Everything is. Everything. Everything has a separate six mil um, earthing to it. 
Singles, yeah. Yeah, just a single pulled in. Um, everything's in, well, in this particular one, it's all dado because it's surface. Um, so it's all dado. So it's really easy to pull in and the containment's up. Just put a perimeter, a bit of basket round or a bit of tray, whatever. Um, and because it's earthing, you can put that in basket. Fair enough. Dave, what are you drinking, mate? What's that? This is whiskey. What's that behind you? What's the keg? <laughs> uh, That's whiskey, is that what you said? <laughs> it's on the uh, the Adnam's Ghost Ship, which I had last Christmas, and it was rather a tasty tipple. So well, I, what uh, is Ghost Ship? Is it like a pale ale or something? Uh, you know, I've got no idea. Uh, yeah, pale ale, yeah. So this is Dave, early on the phone, I've, uh, I don't really ever buy beer or keep it in. It's like, <laughs> come to a weekend if my mate pops around and whatnot. But because I think all the wholesalers are trying to get in my good books or now I'm slightly well known around the area in the wholesalers and everyone has rang me and said, Oh Nick, I want to get you a crate. So I told them all I would like to bring drink brew dog and they've four wholesalers have bought me a 24 crate of them. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. No, I just leave it on the door mate, if I'm not in. All right. Was CEF one of them? Did they get you in? No, they weren't. <laughs> CEF. So, um, Dave, you use CF, CEF. Like the the one thing that put me off about CEF is years ago I went in there and I bought a bending spring, just a twenty mil bending spring, and they charged me twelve pound for it. To be fair, it probably was a quality bending spring. Have you ever bought one of the cheap ones from like Tool Station? The the spring just bends and stays bent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but no, it it won't it won't good enough for twelve pound. They're about three quid, like anywhere else. And they charged me like that much. I, I wasn't, I was not pleased. And ever since, I've boycotted them. You know, I, I think every wholesaler, when you first go in there, if you don't have a relationship with them, if you're new, uh, a lot of them will pull you pants. I had exactly the same thing with Eddie's. First time I went in there, um, the guy wanted to charge me something like 80 quid for a Hager RCBO. And I was like, you what? That ain't happening. And um, I, I think it's, I don't know if it's to get the, um, just to hit the sort of the cash sales, the civilians who walk in who don't know any better or what. But once you've got a credit account with them, and you, especially if you're using the same one over again, over again, they, they tend to look after you. I find this is my problem I've had with them over the because I I my dad when I first started being some boy, he said go around different wholesalers, set up an account, obviously get your your 28 days credit, and chop around a bit because you can do price comparison against each other and save yourself a bit of money. And it made sense. I was like, yeah, so I did. And cities was around the corner, and uh, it was we were doing a, a caravan. It was a strawberry picking place. It was all the caravans for all the people picking the strawberries, but they wanted me to fit card meters, so top up card meters on each caravan. So we ended up buying oh probably fifty five for something like that. Um, got the discount, and it worked out at like sixty four pound top of my head. It was years and years ago per meter. But then, obviously, when they had to buy the new cards, they had to then buy them from CEF to do the top-up because it was their manufacturer or whatever. And one of the caravans, years down the line, and either got stolen or set on fire, I can't remember. So they got a new one. They said, we need to get you another card meter. So I said, yeah, no worries. So I reordered it from City. This is probably about six months later. Fitted it, thought nothing of it, charged the customer for the labour and the materials sort of thing that I knew off the top of my head, and then got the invoice for it about six weeks later which was the usual and from a 50 whatever i said a minute ago like 56 pound which they were i know i bought them in bulk so i expect them to be a bit cheaper they charged me 170 pound for <laughs> one unit surely you could have queried that i mean there was no way a quantity discount on the previous ones i did that i did and i went in there and i said i'm well i'm not paying it this is absolutely ridiculous this is the reason blah 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 so explain the whole situation they said well, because uh, it's a single item, we, there's not enough discount and then we've had to pay carrier shipping and all that sort of stuff on it. I said, it was still, that's absolutely ridiculous. And it was like, well, that's the price. That's it. I sort of not paying it then. And it, I it, got... it happens everywhere. Though. I went to SRM a couple of years ago to, to buy a one of those, you know, hockey puck light bulbs that they used, they used to fit under cabinets, an LED version of that. And they tried to charge me 20 quid. I got the invoice for it later and it's like 20 quid. And I phoned them up and said, if you charge me 20 quid for this, you may as well close my account now because I will never be back. Well, this is what I threatened them with. I said, don't. I said, I'm not paying it. He said, well, you're going to have to pay it. And I was probably, what, 18, 19 at the time. You know, 
arse in hand and I was just like, I'm not I'm not paying it, end of story. Well, we'll have to take you to court. I said, fine, take me to court. I'm not paying it. It's absolutely like ridiculous. And in the end, I said, I'll pay it, but you close my account down. They went, yeah, that's fine. Close my account down. Now look at me. Oh, Nick, <laughs> do you want to open an account with CEF? Oh, you know, we've seen your stuff. <laughs> Shut up. Man. They didn't buy you any beer, though, did they? <laughs> no. But annoyingly, where my unit is, my it's on the same industrial set CEF is. So every now and then, if I'm doing a video or something, I'll go, oh, I need some crimps or whatever. I'll just literally just walk because it's around the corner. And the other day, I needed two adaptable boxes, literally no bigger than, I don't know, eight inches by four inches. They were black ones. They were quite nice. I bought two of them, and I bought two five five SDS bits. £62. <laughs> and I paid it because I don't have an account with them. He was like, is that on your account? I said, no, no, I don't have one because of you lot. In the back, I said, but yeah, and he went at £62. I literally looked at him and was like, fine, boy. You, I, uh, I think we should do that. You should uh, look those things up on their website or in their catalogue. I normally buy them from the local wholesaler, which I, I have an account, I've been with years, around the, like uh, two miles away, and it wouldn't have cost me more than 22 quid. Adaptable no, boxes. Just, yeah. just black plastic, plastic boxes. Plastic adaptable boxes and two five five drill bits. I don't know what's going that's on there, mate. Mate, that's what I'm saying. CEF are the worst at, at robbing people walking in. They're the worst. Mm. Um, Even if you have an account, oh, do you want your? Let me just, let me just pull your sheets apart. You have this A4 piece of paper, and then I'll staple. Uh, May email me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, I just yeah, just uh, everything's overpriced. Um, well, I, I get, I'm perfectly fine with mine. I don't find that their their pricing is any worse than anybody else it may be that the independent because you get the independent wholesalers don't you they, they may do better there's only one near me though and the reason i don't use them is because they've got no last time i went in there and this is like four years ago uh there's just a counter there's there's nothing there are no shelves there was no yeah. nothing to see no prices no catalogs so if you use somewhere like that it, when it's set up like that you, you're literally going in and saying have you got any of these and how much are they and i can't work like that i need to I need to know what I'm buying and perhaps, uh, especially if I'm pricing something beforehand. And that's where City's website and catalogs can be useful because I can see what they've got in stock locally, um, which I can't do at Eddie's, can't do, well, I can do at Denman's actually, but Denman's never have anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I can see what what the, what, the, what the worst case prices are. It might be the manager does me a special, does me a quantity discount or something like that. But yeah, I can use those resources to see what the, the worst case pricing is. And I'll tell you who I won't there. use now. Because I, I get to do all the ordering now for the electrical stuff, obviously. It's all on me now. Um, is Edmondson's. They wound me never, up. Never, ever, day. ever been in one. Ever. They wound me up the other day. So, ordered this bio trunk in, right? So, sorry, bio dado. What's that? What we talk I know what dado is. Phone. Yeah. I know what dado is. Yeah. But it's. I think it's got like a antibacterial coating on it. No, anti antimicrobial. Microbial. Is it for you to say? Antimicrobial? No. Anti Whatever, man. It's got a coating on it so you don't get germs. Anyway, they dumped it outside. That could be £100 a length. They dumped like 10, 10 lengths outside. Just dumped what? it. Didn't tell me, didn't tell me, didn't know nothing. So I, I phoned him up and he was like, oh, well, it's not really our fault. It's the driver's fault. I was like, oh, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Send send the driver back because he can pick it up, put it in his van, and then bring it up to where I need it. Um, and they didn't do that either. And uh, I had to get it picked up and taken away in the end. Um, I've had so a I won't use boards. them. Yeah. Um, all, all, all wholesalers are crap at deliveries, though, aren't they? They're always there, and especially when you're opening the account. Well, if you need anything, we can send the van out to you. You just open your account with us. Anything you need, we'll get the van out to you. Always passing your area. And whenever you're sort of out on site, you think, shit, I've been caught short here. You phone them up and you're like, no, the van's over at the other end of the county. Or we're, we're short-staffed today. We can't send the van out. Or, yeah, it's just, it never actually works. Or, or we can get you, we can get to the materials to you for four o'clock tonight. It's I hate time to break it this morning. Yeah, fact, yeah. This, this is the thing, though. I hate to break it to you guys. But my company, big time, yeah? So they want to be running around after us because we got... Like we put through mad dough with them. Fair enough. Not just oh, how many how many YouTube subscribers your company got, Sam? <laughs> yeah, it's not my company. The company <laughs> I work for is balling, and like they call like 
you'd think they would want to be a bit more keen to like, looking after their yeah like players, i phoned yeah. up and, I, and he was like well it's not really our fault i was like mate just say sorry and that you'll fix it right now mm. Do you know what i mean that's what i'm thinking i like he's making all the excuses how it's not his fault and stuff that's it was terrible so uh it's fucking pony mate yes it is and yeah. uh so i i switched over to rexel and i've got to be honest with you they've knocked it out of the park that's the other thing i ordered six temporary lights standard temporary batons yeah that you put up put up um fume proof whatever ones right they took two weeks to come mm. Well, they didn't even come. I just cancelled it in the end. And I, I phoned Rexel Senate. They sent it out. I phoned them in the morning. They sent it out to me by lunchtime. I never heard of Rexel before until the other day. They're probably one of the biggest wholesalers in the country. Well, they used, not, to, um, they used to run under the Wilkes brand, didn't they? Uh, they Actually, I think they own Denman's as well, Wilkes and Denman's. I crazily had a Wilkes and Denman's back-to-back, and they were both owned by Rexel. I don't know why they, they thought, oh, let's stick a branch of each right next to each other. Instead of you know sticking them at either end of the county or something, so you got some <coughs> difference. But um, they rebranded Wilts to Rexall, and then they uh, and then they closed it down, and then the Demons moved into there. Do you know what I say? Weird. Do you know what I, I, I just want to say? Dave, Exciting micro- stuff in Leamington Spa. It's all happening here. <laughs> Dave, your microphone for the first time ever is spot on. Uh, yeah, you know I, I've got the the proper external mic on today, and I've got the headset, so I'm not using the. Speaker you think feedback so? thing. Sam said it sounded tinny, and that I was a cheap bastard with a cheap microphone. But worse than that, I though. think it's the best best you've sounded yet. Dave, do you want to do you want to explain what you was reading when when I first come onto the call with you? I was just browsing a magazine. I, I can't what magazine was it, Dave? I can't recall the name magazine. of the publication. <laughs> a naughty boy magazine with sticky pages. What they still sell them? That's what he <laughs> That's said. Exactly what I said. <laughs> what? Where do you even buy that from? And it's so old. It's so hot, so old. <laughs> I, I was like, it. you must have got that from a car boot sale. <laughs> there, there, there are certain rural petrol stations you can still get them from <laughs> on the top shelf. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you found a few under people's floors and whatnot before. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I told you the uh, the story when when I lived. In the village where I'm from, we were down the pub. Nice old, old couple, retired couple. Oh, Nick, you're an electrician. Can you come and change our fuse? We'll want a few extra sockets either side of the bed. Yeah, no problem at all. Pulled the uh, the bedside table out. This is years ago before Adam. And this black thing rolled out underneath. I was like, oh, <laughs> what's that? Look down. And, you know, when you kick something, you think, what's that? You kick it. And it, it did a funny roll. It wasn't like a perfectly, perfectly round. And... Uh, I was like, what's that leaking out? And it was the battery acid that had the batteries been in there so long, it bubbled out the bottom. I was like, well, at least I know it hasn't been used for a while. I was like, but the weird, awkward thing is, I didn't want them come upstairs and me seeing it there. So I didn't want to pick it up. So I ended up just sort of like kicking it under the bed. And then after I finished, I just kicked it back under the bedside table and put it back on because I didn't want them to know. I didn't want the embarrassment of me knowing. Uh, you should have just left it on the top, mate. That's what I would have done. <laughs> downstairs. What's this? Oh, it was awful. But I've seen loads of things like that before. Honestly, you can make a whole story of things we found in people's houses. Maybe we should do an X-rated one one day. I found a 50 caliber uh, magazine on an old lady's uh, dining room table, sniper magazine, Uh, shotgun under the bed. Um, We found this lady had about two pillowcases full of um, fish pan notes. This was years ago with my old boss. we had, did, she did she wasn't... end up losing one of those pillowcases per chance, Nick? The was three. Was three. <laughs> um, I'm telling you now, I would have walked out there with a pocket full of money. No. Well, the thing is, the lady started, um, no. she, I think she was early on sort of, is it Alzheimer's or dementia? I can't remember. That's the memory one. Is it dementia? Oh, one of them ones. No, I thought, yeah. I thought she might be a brass or something. No, no. She, her husband passed away a while ago, and we had to tell her that she, did she know it was under there? in case because her late husband had left it there and she was completely oblivious to it. So we ended up ringing her daughter up to say, do you know? <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or not because the daughter was like, oh, no, I'll come over. Yeah, yeah I bet she would. <laughs> yeah, but, it's um, a good Christmas. <laughs> yeah, we found loads of stuff in people's houses before. But uh, another day, we can do a whole episode on that once. All right. Time for a top-up, excuse me for a moment, gentlemen. 
<laughs> wow. I don't even know. Like, was it Outreach Day or something? Is that why we got him on? <laughs> yeah. You got me on elderly. because everybody else dropped out. I'm always your yeah. go-to. It's those elderly people. Dave, Dave, you doing anything tonight? Because all the, all the better people are, can't come on to our crappy podcast. <laughs> Do you know what I said to Nick? I said to Nick, I only phoned Dave yesterday. You phone him and ask. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> I said to him, it'd be nice because if people are going back into lockdown again, the elderly getting lonely, I thought it'd be nice to get Dave on, get him chatting to some people. I haven't seen or talked to anybody for ages. <laughs> is Nigel still with you? Has he finished yet? I know, he's, he's still with me. I think we're, we're probably going to be working until the Wednesday before Christmas. So we've got another, well, less Three, than a week. Four ago. days. Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, my last day is Wednesday. Not that we're going to be doing a great deal, if I'm honest. But like, what, how long will you guys have off? Well, well go on, Dave. I was just going to say, I like to have two weeks off at Christmas, so it's going to end up being a week and a half by the looks of it all there. Well, not too far off, because the Monday of the following week's a bank holiday, isn't it? On the third, yeah. Yeah, it's the first year my other half said to me, like, have two weeks off. There's no way of having two weeks off. I don't like it, but, but then Adam's gone, oh, are we having two weeks off? And I'm like, well, yeah. And then he's gone... How many of that's holiday? How many of that's paid? I was like, well, I'm going to pay for the whole thing, mate, like I did last year. Even though you got COVID a week before Christmas, ruined my last week of Christmas because I then had to isolate in the unit by myself. And then I had to do it the following week anyway. But yeah, he, um, we're finishing on Wednesday. Probably just messed around. For the thing is, that there's always an emergency call. Last year, I had two over the Christmas period where, and I often just think, well, I ignore my phone at the best of times, to be fair, but someone will phone up and say, oh, my RCD's trips, and I'm, I'm sure there'll be one or two days over, over that holiday period where I think, yeah, but that's oh, like, what the hell? I've got yeah, to but what is your alcohol intake over that period for you being able to drive? That's the difference. Well, uh, Nigel, yeah, I've had a call out. Can you go here? Well, no, Nigel, Nigel won't touch it. <laughs> Nigel will be off. It'll be me on my own. So yes, I would have to weigh the uh, the blood alcohol level against uh, how good a customer they've been in the past, uh, how quickly they paid their last bill, and whether I really want to go out and um, fix their RCD. I've said exactly the same thing to Adam because he asked this. There's two two stories really out of this. I had one years and years ago where um, we were heading over to to Nosal with my other half before my daughter was born. And to do a just to go to my mom's house to for Christmas dinner, and I got a call out literally before we had to leave for Nosal to say my RCD's tripping with cramped cooked turkey. Can you help us out? And I said, yeah, put some screwdrivers in. I've been to that customer before. Um, got the family off. I went to do this call out. I was there about an hour and a half. It was an outside light tripping it. Disconnected it all, and then I said to him, uh, I said, oh, don't worry about it now. I'll send you an invoice tomorrow when I get home. I think I charged him seventy pound for an hour and a half. On Christmas Day, right? And I thought, and and to me, back then, it was it was like, oh, you know, you know, don't want to take the piss, but I think that's reasonable. And they said because my they spoke to my dad, and they was like, that's absolutely ridiculous. Why we he was here an hour and a half, and he didn't even give us any materials. He just disconnected our outside light. They didn't pay me for about six months until eventually my dad spoke to him was like, you're being an absolute dick. Like he won't come around again. Blah blah blah. My dad sort of got in the way because I just went fine I don't care I just won't get paid whatever I won't work for him again and then I had him ring me up about three weeks ago to do some more work for him like, yeah no, I'm too busy too busy the bad payers always come back for more yeah. don't they I don't understand oh. that they always come back for That's more the guy nice. who argued about the bill last time he would always come back and say mm. do you want to do some more work for me no I fucking well don't I'd me. love to yes don't pay me again but now uh, as I said to add if I have a call out over Christmas. If it's for a customer I've had previous who is a nice person that has used it before, I won't won't have a problem going out. But any new people, I'm just going to have to say no. Unless it's like an old lady who lives by herself who has no power, then I'd jump straight at it. But other than that, I've just, just family time in it. Yeah, it, it's hard, I suppose, because you know you can go and help them and it's probably going to be relatively simple. You're not going to be stuck there for like two, three hours. It's literally you're going to isolate the circuit and then boom, you're just going to have to live without your outside light and stuff like that. It's usually not a massive problem. But I can't believe how many people have RCD trips. Like You'd be surprised how many people do not use their oven or their double ovens over in the normal year. And it comes to Christmas Day and they'll use both ovens and then 
the element will be gone in one. It will trip the power off, and then we'll have a thing what to do. I used to buy loads of element, 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 oven elements of different manufacturers types and store them in my van over Christmas. For this reason, Christmas really? Day, like a couple of years ago, I got four call outs for ovens. No. Yeah. This was before kids. I just went and did it and saved the Christmas for people, really. It wasn't about the money. It was just like just doing a favour for someone. So you're Nick's too the nice. Christmas saviour. <laughs> you're too nice. I'd be like, I can fix it, but it's going to cost you £500. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to be that nice. Savo. Um, wait, I forget what I was going to say now. My brain's not working. I'm ill again. Can you believe this? Again? Again. It's like a constant cycle of illness. I've got to stop working in hospitals or not be as fat, I think. Are you, um, are you at home at the moment, Sam, or are you staying away? I'm staying away, mate. This is my digs at the moment. Um, it's quite nice it, digs. Is it an Airbnb or something? Yeah, mate. Uh, they really sort us out in this firm. Really sort us out. This is oh. really lovely. You can't see it now, but out there is uh, is, a, is the downs. Um, and it is stunning. Stunning view, a balcony, a lot. It's lovely. You even got little decorations up. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a Christmas tree over there, with lights and everything. It's like they're really nice. They leave you like a pack of biscuits. Uh, do you need anything? Milk, bread, breakfast, spare, everything. Spare bed there. sheets in case someone has poo juice. <sighs> Don't mention that, man. <laughs> Dave, do you know about this story? Uh, no. Uh, as it's Christmas, listen. I was it. I woke up one morning and I like I may have had a little bit of whiskey to drink the night before and I had a bit of a dodgy guts. Anyway, I was in my pants. I just got out of the shower um, and I was, just getting, I was just getting dressed and then I and the sheets were brilliant white sheets and I sat down and I was just sitting there drying my my feet and that and I was like, oh, you know when you need a fart and it's there and you're like, oh, it's Push this one out. Little gamble. Little blap. And I was like, wow, that don't feel like a fart. So pleased I put I put my pants on. Um, anyway, so I stood up and it was still there. The, <laughs> the poo juice had gone through the pants and there was still a little brown patch. So, yeah. <laughs> How is it that whenever we get on one of these podcasts, there's always a story about Sam having disgraced himself. <laughs> yeah, but you know what the wickedest thing was? That was on a Friday morning. So so it's not like... So I'm getting ready to go work. Half an hour before checkout. Yeah. I was like, what am I going to do? I've got baby wipes. That didn't do it. it, it, it under the it. sink, it made it worse. <laughs> yeah, because I thought, I'll go to the sink. And you know, like, my theory was, if you pooed on that side... You could turn it round, and if I put it on full blast, the tap on full blast on the other side, it will push the poo juice out. Didn't oh. work. <laughs> poo juice. <laughs> so I didn't. So in the end, I put it in the washing machine and I put it in the thing. It didn't go. I bet they had to burn them. Probably. Yeah, uh, on our uh, we had a wedding anniversary uh, ten years ago. My wife and I we went back to. Um, the Lake District, where we'd had our very low-cost honeymoon because we were broke back in the day. I still only have one. We, we took a bottle of red wine with us. I mean, we're in this in this room. It's like, oh, bollocks! It's, it's got a cork. We haven't got a we haven't got a um, an uncorker. What's you call a bottle opener? <laughs> a decorkerist. So uh, I had the genius idea of trying to push it in with the end of the coat hanger. <laughs> just fucking red wine and everywhere. It's all over the sheets, all up these white walls, all over the carpet. It's just not like there'd been some kind of murder taking place. And we just spent the whole of our evening there cleaning the fucking place up with wet wipes and shit. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Um... I don't think I've got a blowjob out of it at the end. Right? <laughs> oh, my God, what's happened? This is an X-ray one. This is definitely demonetised now. You can bleep that, it's fine. Or you had it years ago where we used to go to, was it Malta or somewhere on holiday? Um, but we would stay in, it was like an Airbnb and the family lived a couple of doors away. And my mum and dad would always, we'd get a bottle of wine and a box of chocolate or something to say thank you. Me and my brother, we'd have a box of chocolate behind our back and I'd have the bottle of wine. And I remember standing in their lounge and I went, oh, mum and dad, oh, we've got something for you. And as I pulled it around, I clunked it on the corner of the wall, chipped the wall 
it proper stayed intact. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so shocked. Took a big chunk out of the wall on the corner. And as I looked at it, I went, oh, that's bad. Then dropped the bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my dad's face. He would nearly killed me. Anyway, carry on. Um, so end of year roundup, this will be as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. End of year roundup. So what's good? So for me, my end of year roundup is... Your belly. Oh, sorry. Well, got way fatter this year. Same. Way Always. fatter. Like, it's not a joke. Like, to 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 a point where, like, I need to question what, like, what direction my life's going in. Secondly, um, got a new job. Brilliant. Congratulations. Podcast has done 100,000 audio downloads plus now, which is um, massive because electrical podcasts don't really download very well. So uh, it's just perseverance and, and pushing on. We reached number one on the old uh, oh, one electrical podcast in the world. Nice. So that's a pretty good achievement. I don't know why. I think it's just because we're consistent and we do it every week. No one else can be asked. Um, but yeah, so that is my success for this year. Um, what else have I done? Probably other stuff. I can't remember now. What is your roundup, Nick? Um, obviously, YouTube's. I was been very consistent on YouTube. Uh, minimum two videos a week, every week for over a year. I remember I started doing this t- uh, two weekly last August. So over a year doing two weekly, sometimes three, if not four, sometimes. Um, overall, you got trounced by that fucking Jordan fella, though, didn't you? Jordan <laughs> smashed me. <laughs> he smashed everyone. Yeah. Um, money wise with work, YouTube, um, sponsorship, everything I've, I set a target for myself and I've, I've, I've grossed over a hundred thousand in a year, which I'm well, well, well happy with, um, um, just welcome. hard work. What's that? Sorry. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Tell you what, but yeah, I've been that registered. Um, obviously Adam's absolutely smashing things. He's Annoyingly, he's at the stage now where I honestly could give him a van and go, can you go and do this for me? And it wouldn't be an issue. But he's just not. He hasn't got the tick in the box, you know what I mean? Um, other than that, yeah. Back to normal, smashing it. Just enjoying it, to be honest. We have ups and downs. Obviously, I smashed my back up for a while. But yeah, yeah. Work-wise, has been great. The kids and family are top of the world. And uh, yeah, look forward to next year. You, Dave? Uh, I'm just treading water here, mate. Nothing has changed since this time last year. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Same kind of work, same level of shit pay, and uh, yeah, nothing's changed. Cheers, guys. A year older and a Cheers bit fatter. To, that. <laughs> um, to be honest with you, I'm so tired. Um, I haven't really got anything else to ask. I'll, I'll ask. So it's obviously end of year. When what's your aspirations? What's your little goal for next year, Sam? Give up Monday Club. Um, Make it Thursday Club, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Give up Monday Club, change it to Thursday Club. No, I don't know yet, mate. I'll tell you why. Because I don't really... I have plans, but they're not like one-year plans. Like, I know. You've always said to me that you the good five, seven-year plans yours are. Yeah. I always have. And if they happen quicker, brilliant. If they don't, a lot of them don't ever happen. But... They're going in the right direction. Um, obviously, I want to. I'm looking forward to doing my own job next year for this company. Um, that's a really big thing, a really big tick in the box. Uh, could we possibly get another hundred thousand next year by ramping up the podcast? Do you know I mean? don't. Don't see why not. I don't see why not. It's a big ask, but we'll see. Um, it's all down to the quality of the people you invite onto it, of course, I find. Yeah, well, so you won't see Dave again next year. No, guys, that's sorry. it. He's gone. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll take, we'll take it as it comes. What about you, Savo? Uh, you know what? I am so fucking bored of the electrical industry. and <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. See, Davo's told me this once um, a couple of years ago. Actually, he changes career every seven years. Yeah, I, I get I get bored every sort of seven years. Isn't it right? Time to time how to long have you been on. doing this for, Davo? Uh, well, twenty twenty two marks the ten year anniversary of me starting this company. Mm. Mm. So you're you want well a job, Dave? Yeah, you can work for me. 
and I, I'm going through my third rebrand and I'm kicking out ECA next year. So I've got to change my T-shirts. I don't um, see why you would have joined ECA. It almost don't seem like it brings you anything. No, it doesn't. So, so long. I'm not even going to pretend like I know what ECA is, to be honest. It's, it's like a union for electricians, isn't it? Wow, cool. No, it's like for companies. So it's like it's like an association. Well, it's an association for contracts. Like Trustmark sort of thing. No, don't. No, Trustmark is a way of uh, arbitration um, between you and customers. ECA they they do offer benefits, but it's all aimed at the big commercial contractors. They got nothing for the likes of which you don't do. Nah, but when I joined them in 2017, we were a bigger company. We were VAT registered. We were breaking into commercial work it made sense at the time i just sort of clung on to them over the intervening years and then i was looking at the the bill thinking why am i paying 700 quid a year with that for having this logo on my shirt yeah yeah what they done for me lately the other thing is as well you're talking about your rebrands you've like i've got we said it last week when you wasn't on best best thumbnails in the game oh 100 you don't smashing it epic <laughs> I got that, I suppose. Great. <laughs> no, it's not just that. Like... The, the trouble is, I had to because because it's my, my youngest who does those, and she she's doing this game art design course, and I've had her out in the van a couple of times, but I can't give her stuff to do on the tools because I absolutely can't have her having a hand injury or something that will stop her from being able to to do her drawings because like, it would just be like she'd hate me forever. Yeah. Uh, so it, whenever she's been out in the van, it's like mm, I could get her to do this, but oh, if you if she slips or whatever, I don't know. So you end up sort of, it's this all gets a bit too woolly with the protection. So I thought, what can I get her to do? I, I get her to, I'll stick her on the payroll um, for however much it is a week, however many hours. Uh, I think I'd put her down for five hours a week to do artwork for me in various forms for the website, for YouTube, for whatever, That's whatever I need that. artwork for. And cool. She knocks these things up in like an hour or something. Go, and you say, can you do this for me? She's like, there you go. And it's like, oh. What are you doing for the rest of the hours this week? <laughs> <laughs> I've got enough to give. Uh, but even then, she, she does it begrudgingly. You, you, I'll ask for something and it'll be ages before she gives it to me. So I've got sometimes I've got videos that are like queued up, ready to go. It's like I'm just waiting for the fucking artwork here. Go. <laughs> but that's that, cool. Mate, I would love to have someone on tap that I could, that I could like get to. My other do one does the now. music. Any music on my, on my stuff is, is done by my elder one who does music at uni. Like. My kid's no too young for that. Handy to have. It'll come. If only I had given birth to a camera operator, someone who could follow me around. <laughs> Just need another. Yeah, yeah, there's time, mate. It's time to have another one. Go. Oh, right, mate. I had my balls chopped off ten years ago. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you can get a normal snip. You know that. You have to cut the whole thing off. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's what the wife said. Two bricks. Brandished the Black and Decker. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's had a few beers now, isn't he? He's a few beers indeed. A fact, yeah. I, I can't see my, I've um... got my, uh, my COVID booster tomorrow, apparently. Oh, Don't start Sam on this. Don't start Sam on this. I can <laughs> see my um, my eldest. I think he's going to be Adam's apprentice, to be honest. Oh, is it? Genuinely see it, yeah. He's got a, a horrific fear of spiders, but... Really, how often do we come into actual live spiders? It's just cobwebs or but dead when you spiders. Do they, when you do, they are brutal. Like the other, oh mate, when I started this, when I so when I was subbing for this firm before I started with them properly in the hospital, right? Oh, but what happened was I was working outside and there's these big bushes, and I put my toolbox on these bushes. And yeah, can I, can I just check? This doesn't end up with you shitting your pants in some way. No, I don't. Yeah. And a spider must have crawled into my box. So I have like a tote, like a little basket tote thing, little box like that. Anyway, I've gone back up, put my tools down, gone home, come back the next day, and my and my gloves are sitting on my toolbox. And I put them on, and just as I put them on, I saw it, and it was a false widow. And I... And like just instinctively, I threw it like that, and it splattered on the steps. And I felt so bad, I had to take my boot off and splat it on the steps. Wow, cool story, bro. What do you mean? That, did I get you. Did I, was that it? Was no, that... <laughs> but like, the, I don't think like if, unless you're scared of spiders, you don't understand. Yeah, but as that as uh, scared of spiders, what, what's don't like face? them. As Nick says, 
had to read your name off that there. Um, you don't come across me, do you? Like I say, it's, it's all old cobwebs. It's usually in someone's attic, as we were yesterday or day before, crawling through these skanky cobwebs. But there's no spiders in there. They were just Not really. there when the place was built, and the, the webs are just sort of hung And I, I try and say to the kids, if you think of the size of you compared to that spider, and you're scared of that. That's you so look dumb. at the size. Let's imagine like now, that's like me looking up at <clears throat> the Eiffel Tower. That's the size difference, and you're scared of it. Yeah, but what you don't realise is they're stealth. They will stealthily get dead you. instantly. Do you know what done me? Do you know what done me? The worst thing I ever watched is when I was a kid. They had this program about spiders on, right? Like a documentary. And it's like in an average human's lifetime, they'll eat ten spiders because they crawl in your mouth. Your mouth when you're asleep. That yeah, is bollocks. Yeah, I no, know it's it. Not, it must it's three be. to four. But this was back when it was. Like when it there was no internet, so people just made up statistics like that. Do you know what I mean? Another statistic. Do you know why a spider dies when you see a dead spider? All its legs were all curled up. Go on. Because its legs work on a hydraulic system off its heart. When its heart's beating, it's pressurized. Its legs are flat. Once it dies, it all curls up because there's no pressure in the legs because they don't have bones. <laughs> That's a cool fact. That's a cool story, bro. That but, is. Um, like. Keep your science facts to yourself. My ones are fun. The thing is, though, with, with rational fears, or even rational fears like fear of heights, the more you're exposed to these things, the more desensitised you get to them. I used to be quite bad okay. with heights. These days I can go clambering up a, a ladder or a, a tower without too much worry. I mean, we, 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 had a, we were at a church a couple of weeks ago. Bloody churches. We had a couple of them lately, and they've been problematic. But you know what they're like. And some idiots installed, you know, the ACO smoke alarms, standard yep. domestic ACO smoke alarm, installed them in a church. Now it's seven metres up in the bloody sky, seven metres. And the because of the pews and stuff, you can't set up the normal platform tower to get to them. You just There's just too many archways above, stone archways, pews around. So you've got to gingerly set up this ladder in a really iffy way <laughs> to scamper up there to get the buggering thing down and um yeah that was hairy but it, you know there, there would have been a time when i first started this 10 years ago where i'd be like that ain't happening but um the more you're exposed to it the more desensitized you get same with spiders i didn't used to like spiders so much i i, I don't like to kill them because i think they do a very good job no, i don't like killing them no mm. but uh, I I, i'm not going to shit my pants by seeing them <laughs> no do you know what it i'm is? just does that for fun <laughs> <laughs> There used to be a game, a Spider-Man game. Do you remember when Spider-Man first, like the first round of Spider-Man come out? Like, yeah, PS2. Tobey Maguire. Yeah. I've seen then, it tomorrow night, the next, the new one. All right, cool story. So, <laughs> in in that PS2 one, they had like spiders that run about in it, like mechanical spiders. I had to stop playing it. Because like, that was freaking me out, the way they moved. Have like, you ever watched Arachnophobia? That's an old film from the 90s. Yeah, I remember that film from back in the day. I wasn't too fussed by it. But now... Hey, Lady Freaks. Remember that? I like that film. The big spiders. Yeah, I like that film. But no, it's not necessarily... Right? I don't mind spiders. Like, If one's on, on, on the cabinet over there and it's... Don't look evil, I'm good with it, right? But if it's one of them, them ones with like the shiny black ones... I yeah, the chunky deal. ones. Can't deal. I can't... Like, I can't deal... Like, doesn't bother me at all. I can't deal with it. It's making giving me anxiety now. The good thing about the the big black ones that you sort of get in the um, in the summer months, I don't know what kind they are, but they're bloody slow. So you can get yeah. your spider catcher because I don't like to grab them in my hands. I don't want to do them any damage. But you can get uh, you don't want to do them any damage. That's your excuse, <laughs> Jesus. But uh, yeah, I probably need to be a bit drunk as well. I remember uh, this summer, my uh, my younger said to me. Uh, you must have been drunk last night because there's a big spider in there and you just picked it up and lobbed it out of the window. Like, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> and we got this trapdoor spider catcher, thing, which is I great. I've seen them, the, just... the, the, the little dust ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I forgot, to, I forgot to do this. Oh, is this your knife? So, oh, check sake. out in the show notes where you can get one of these handmade knives. Just to let you know, is the amount of times you say check in the show notes, everyone, and you don't put anything in there. They're in there. Do it. They're in there. It's in. It's in there all the time. Look at that 
hand forged, super sharp, beautiful quality knife uh, from Glass Chew Forge. So check them out in the show notes. Go onto their Instagram. He has heaps of different types of knives that you can go and um, order and have custom made. Those are all different color handles, different shapes. Can even get like a Rambo knife made, you know. And it's not like super expensive. They're not as expensive as you might think they are, and they're super sharp and they hold an edge. Um, Is it BDE rated? <laughs> don't know. They um, also, we're not sponsored by them. I just love knives. We're not sponsored by them, but Sam's got a free one. Yeah, but like, how much do you think, like, that's well I, under honestly, our Honestly, if I was to say now, I'd probably get it. I don't know how much a hand-forged knife is. What, 140 quid? Maybe. Probably. You don't even know. I don't even know. I didn't ask. I just was like, can I have a knife? Ask I'll talk about it on the show. And he's like, I, 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 I should have found a bad nams and see if I could get them to send me a few kegs of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> if I knew we were plugging stuff, we could oh, try and get free. Go Brewdog. You could easily get sponsored. I'll take Brewdog as well, actually. Should we get Dave a sponsor for next year for his channel? That appreciates no, 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 the no, swearing. No. Yeah. Well, he could easily get sponsored by ad nams. Easily. I'm sure you could. Why I haven't heard of it. Well, no, it's like a brewery, isn't it? Oh, a yeah. brew dog. I want a uh, Binday Brewery. There's a podcast I listen to, Happy Hour Podcast. And um, Robbie, um, he has gone off and made his own beer. It's called Binday Bre- Brewing. And he, it like, it's, I find it really interesting because I like the whole process, but he's just created his own beer. Look at Dave, he's like, shut up, Nick, <laughs> and your shit story. <laughs> wasn't quite what I was thinking, but uh, if we're going in that direction, then uh, cheers to that. Yeah, time to end, I think. <laughs> yeah, cheers, Nick, and your shit stories. Yeah. Um, Bin bag beer. Yeah. Bin day brewing. That's it's wicked. Well, why don't you make your own beer? It's easy. I have made my own beer before. Yeah, I proud. left it in the thing too long and it went mouldy and I couldn't drink it. Oh, my dad used to make beer. He used to have this barrel in the garage. I used to go in there and just decant it into my car. Oh, that makes the, well, that, that that's makes where it all started nice. then. Yeah. yeah, makes all the sense. Yeah. Right, idiots, listen. Actually, Thank you, everyone, for listening and watching over the year. We've appreciated you all. We have actually. So, one of the things that we probably don't say enough on this show is like it's a team effort from everyone who takes part in Monday Club during during the year, but. It's a massive thank you to everyone who actually <laughs> listens to it or watches it. Yes. Because first of all, um, what's wrong with you? Um, yeah. Because it's help. painful. Like, this, <laughs> like today, this episode is painful. But people I'm, will love it. Yep, yeah, they probably will. But it's because I'm tired and I have I've to basically. And Dave's here. <laughs> it's got Dave's nothing going there, for it. Dave's sitting there reading porno mags and drinking beer. With and a hat Nick's, on. Nick's just turned up like. Tell him the most boring dad stories you've ever heard. And he's the youngest one here. Thank you. Oh, is that not a compliment? No. <laughs> um, so we cover goals and aspirations and all that stuff. And quite frankly, I'm not going to waste any more people's time. The new year. So we're going to have... We're going to have... Me and Sam, I'm going to wait off. Who can lose the most weight? Yeah, we're Back. definitely going to do that. Definitely going to do that. I will smash Nick to bits. Um, you have loads more weight to lose. Of course you're going to win. I'll still beat you at anything you want to play. Okay, let's have an arm wrestle. Let's have a dick wrestle. <laughs> Is that a promise? <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> hang on, Dave's problem. got his hand up. What? Dave, why's your hand up? <laughs> oh, hang on. This is this is descended into chaos. Um, you you brought it down here. I didn't. What I'll say is right. What I'll say is I'll smash Nick at anything. Simple as that. Um, right, everyone in the comment section. Let's have a competition for next year. Let us know what me and Sam should have a competition against about what we should do. No naked mud wrestling, because I will win. Uh, well, we don't you definitely wouldn't one. win at wrestling. Stop it. Absolutely. I'm huge compared to you. You're just heavy. Oh, my God. This, I know you're dumb. You know, I've competed professionally. No, not professionally. I've competed oh. <laughs> at yeah. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yes. You have And I'm an ex-rugby player. I will just dump your ass. This is so dumb. This has got. Well, let's let's put it in the comments. Everyone, everyone listening, everyone watching, tuning in, put it in the comments below. 
What am I going to kick Dave, uh, Sam's ass at? Sorry, David. Definitely not wrestling now. or boxing. Out of the three of us, who could have whom in a fight? Yeah, that's, out of the three that's of the us. comment. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Why is my phone going off? It's so annoying. Sam. What? Back in the room, come on. <laughs> Listen. Saying anyway, something lovely to everyone. No, but, no, I'm not saying anything lovely. What I'm going to say is we're having a couple <laughs> of weeks off. So we're going to be back in the new year. First yeah. or second week in the new year. I'm not rushing back. Um, we need a break. Um, and yeah, but I'm looking forward to next year. We're going to smash yeah. it. Um, we'll see a bit more Savo, I suppose. We'll drag your ass out. Big guy choice now. That's it. He's roped into every week. So Anytime you know. uh, an actual guest let you down, you just give me a call, lad. You see, know where I am. I stopped doing guests. <laughs> I stopped doing guests. You're not a guest, Davo. You're an host. honorary host, as Sam calls it. <laughs> no, well, he's a bit more than an honorary host. He's been part of the woodwork for as long as you have. You, I think Dave was on it before me, wasn't he? I think as in um, was was a guest like I was originally, with you and Rick. Might have been. Yeah, he might yeah. have been. I think Savo was one of the first I asked. Well, then me and Dave did Rusty Backbox. That yeah, needs to did. come. That needs, no, round two needs to happen next year. Do you know what? Do you know what would be the ultimate thing is a live Rusty Backbox? Like, just one episode live. Me and Dave in a pub. And me. Sorry, but you weren't involved in the Rusty Backbox. You were the <laughs> landlord. Yeah. Who was the brains behind it? Dave. <laughs> Who put the brains behind it in the room? Your Rick missus. No, I did. You're welcome. And my missus could be the... She could be the brass like she was. Yeah, yeah. Old Amanda, life. shout out, because I know she's going to listen to this. <laughs> she's definitely not. Um, right. But yeah, listen, if you haven't, if you don't know what we're talking about, Dave and Nick done... A very cringy. <laughs> very cringy, very weird. Very bad um, audio. Yeah. Audio only. And um, Nick can't act for Toffee, by the way. Oh, mate, he's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Worst. Sometimes I'd be like... Fucking plank. Yeah. I've, sometimes I was like, is he... Like, it was the worst. I never listened back to any of them. I couldn't stand it. I like, I listened about four seconds of the first one. I thought, nope, can't do it. Nope. It, it, yeah, it's a tough one. I sung the theme tune. <laughs> I sung the theme tune. Amanda was the prostitute. Um, yeah, it was, it was, do you know what? I think it live, <sighs> live, put, you know, in a pub would be great, mate. How good would it be? How good would it be? We Somebody will have to arrange show. something. I might have a job up near you guys next year and we'd have to do it. We're, we're, we're calling it up near you that. guys. Like me and Dave are close. <laughs> it's about an hour and a half away. Yeah, it's true. Not too far. No. <clears throat> Disgusting. Peace be upon you. It is Thanks, joyous guys. season. Bye now. Merry Christmas. Happy New Love Year. Love you. Bye.